Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation. And furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys once again for tuning in for another episode of Emotional Healing. At some point in all of our life, we have to heal in our emotions, right? Sometimes physically, mentally, emotionally. Well, this is what this show is about. It's about coming together in love and unity, recognizing some of the things that we need to change or work on so we can emotionally heal. And what does emotional healing do for you? Bring about good life experiences, right? Make you content with where you're at and being thankful for the circumstances or experiences that has molded you into the person you are today. Now, if you are just joining or just starting your emotional healing, right, it's a lot of work to do, right? Healing is not easy, but it is definitely worth it. And I always tell you guys, sometimes it can be more painful to go through the healing process than before any hurt happened to you, right? Or any hurt you have done to other people. So on today's show with Thanksgiving just passing, I will be speaking about being thankful for the experiences that led you to emotionally heal, right? All of us want to experience good in life, but unfortunately, we experience it's bad too, right? We can't thank God for the good and not thank him for the bad. Not saying that it feels good, right? When we go through terrible circumstances, when we come under attack, when things happen that we were just not expecting, right? But we can be thankful for those once we overcome it, once we survive it, once we see what we had to learn through those different experiences with different people, maybe careers, maybe families, maybe communities. So I am so glad for today's show because I will be speaking on being thankful for the experiences that shaped you, that molded you, that led you to emotionally heal or want to emotionally heal. And we all know, if you don't know, I did a little research, right? The the holiday Thanksgiving was born out of bad experiences, right? After the Great Depression, after people did not survive 
uh, different storms and things in their life. A lot of people died. A lot of things happened, right? A lot of famine happened. A lot of setbacks happened in different people's lives. And they took the holiday Thanksgiving and made it a national holiday to be grateful for where they were at, right? Even if they were alive or even if they had something to eat or even if things wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either, right? Just to be thankful for what they have. So that's what birth the holiday Thanksgiving that we now celebrate as a nation every year. And then I will go into talking about the person who said it was good for me to be afflicted, right? It's not saying that he wanted to be afflicted, right? In the Bible, you know, I'm a a Bible teacher. If you guys follow my social media, so I always give an example of the saints of old Uh, So we can apply that to our life, right? If they went through it, we have to go through different things as well, right? And we can understand and connect with those who went through different afflictions, different setbacks. So we can come to a place of thanksgiving or learning to be thankful to God for our experiences, for bringing us here, right? That led us to want to grow, to want to have better, healthy relationships, to love ourselves, to love other people. So today's show should be good. I will be speaking on being thankful for the bad experiences that led you to emotionally heal. I also will give examples on how we can focus on the good, right? And what questions we can do to ask ourselves so we can be thankful for those not so good experiences as well. And like I said, I will be giving an example of a Bible person, a prophetic Bible person that everyone know who is biblical, right? Who was glad to be a after he survived his circumstances and after he got to know God, right? Because it drove him to God. It drove him to change his life around. And that's what healing does to all of us, right? After we experience something bad or after we have done a lot of bad or had a bunch of setbacks, we want to change it, right? For the good. And this is what lead us to change it to the good, the bad experiences. So stay tuned. This show should be good today on being thankful for the bad experiences that led you to want to emotionally heal or to emotionally heal. So stay tuned. So the song says mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe Yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all, it says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe, yes, we can see it. Wonders are still what you do. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. So before the commercial break, I told you guys I would be speaking on being 
thankful and grateful for the bad experiences that led you to want to emotionally heal. And if you have already started that journey, kudos to you. If you know you need to emotionally heal, that's great too, right? I always tell you guys, acknowledgement is the first step toward emotionally healing. And now you're just on your way. You have to just take different steps to heal. But today's show is about being thankful. Now, I know it's hard to be thankful for bad times, right? When you're going through the worstest things, when you're going through devastating blows, when you're losing things, when you're being under attack, when you're dealing with just opposition, right? A lot of hard trials. It's very hard and we all have those moments in life. No one is going to always have it good forever and no one is going to have it bad forever. So that lets us know that situations does change, right? It's only temporary. But during the bad times, we have to try to develop a grateful attitude because grateful attitudes, right? First off, it leads us to the blessings that we need in those hard times or having a compassion on ourselves, or having other people to have compassion on us who may be in the position to help us, right? When we have a grateful attitude and we try to understand what this trial is teaching us or why we had to go through it. Because sometimes um, we go through different things, we get involved with different people, we connect with the wrong people and only how we're going to know it's wrong, right? It's about going through that hard trial, right? Knowing that that's the wrong person about going through someone who has deceived us or who has attacked us. Because when I always speak on red flags, right? When we miss the red flags, because we are not loving ourselves, we are not putting up boundaries, right? Knowing that as we give respect, we should have respect too, right? And if you're just looking for love, because sometimes we look for love in the wrong places when we have never been taught how to love correctly, right? Love ourselves correctly. Or if we have grew up with seeing disrespect and different things happen, right? And nobody doing nothing about it. We wouldn't know how or the first steps have to put up boundaries, right? Now, boundaries protect, help protect yourself, right? When you see something wrong, right? Red flags let you know that, okay, everybody have issues. Everybody have problems. People do make mistakes, but it's not a mistake if they're constantly doing it, right? It is a choice. So some people choose to harm you, hurt you, come against you on purpose, right? That's because they are hurting and they need to heal, but maybe they don't know that, right? Or maybe you don't know that because like I said, some of us were not born with uh, instructions, right? Or we didn't have the right role models or the right people around us to teach us what true love was, right? Or how to respect ourselves or how to put up boundaries or give us that love. So when you come into emotionally healing, now you're getting the tools on what love is, right? What respect is, right? How to be understanding, how to be compassionate, how to be okay with being angry when things don't go your way, but not getting disrespectful, right? And if you do, having compassion on yourself and realizing that this is the wrong way to go about certain issues, certain things, certain relationships, right? So... Nothing changes a person like pain. This is what leads us to emotionally healing, right? Like I was just speaking on getting involved with the wrong people 
or growing up around the wrong people or growing up in a family that never showed you love or understanding or compassion or taught you how to love, right? So after a while, you get tired of going through that, right? And you have to look and say, I know it's something different about life, right? I know it's something else that's meant for me, right? I know that this shouldn't, it don't feel good, right? When something in your spirit lets you know that's a red flag, that this doesn't feel good, this is not how I want to feel on a regular basis, that's what drove most of us to seek out God, right? Because we know that God is good or you may have heard that God is good. So you're wondering why is all of this bad things happening to me, right? Now, when you seek out God and pray and read his word, that's when he'll start telling you his secrets, right? That sometimes you have to remove yourself from certain people, right? Or just because you grew up in a certain area, a certain family, right? If no one is trying to change and want to see different things, good things happen, right? Then that means you have to release those type of people when you get a certain age and just trust God and step out on faith that he's going to lead you to the place he wants you to go, lead you to the relationships he wants you to have, right? But you can't do it until you seek out God. This is why I tell you guys, put God in your emotional healing because it keeps you on your toes, right? God reminds you of his commands and what he has told you and it helps you get self-discipline. Now, there's other teachers and other ways to cope and heal. I know God can use anybody, right? But you still want to pray about it, right? Because everybody method is not the same. Everybody method is not going to work and help somebody else. But we know God is for all. And when God comes into your healing process, God is going to help you to heal and he's going to lead you to the right places. But you got to stay close to God because sometimes God leads you to people for a season, places for a season, sometimes for a lifetime, sometimes just for a period, right? But you would never know that if you're not staying close to God and inviting him in your healing process, because as you emotionally heal, you grow, right? And now God moves you from glory to glory. That means place to place. Sometimes he'll keep a lot of people and sometimes he has to remove them because God is all about change and growing and everybody is not going to want to change. Everybody is not going to want to grow. I told you guys that emotional healing is hard. Everybody is not going to want to take the steps or do the work to emotionally heal. But like I was just saying, if you have went through a lot of pain, nothing changes a person like pain. And when you realize that this is not how I want to continuously feel or if you know you're doing something that is totally wrong, right, and you don't have a good feeling about the things, the decisions you are making, right, that is God trying to let you know that change is needed. So when you invite God into your emotional healing in your trials and your situations, now now you start to see why I had to go through those situations and I need to be thankful for it because these situations is leading me to where I really need to be or the type of person that I need to be, right? So if if you're going through a lot of pain, you know, pain, I don't want to continue to feel pain. Sometimes we have no other choice, but I want to make a difference. I want to change. I want to feel good. I want to have good relationships. I want to have people I can trust around me, right? And it may not be the familiar, right? Sometimes God take you out of the familiar and bring you to a whole new set of circumstances and people, right? But they will be good for you. And how would you know that when you emotionally heal, you learn what love is, right? Love 
Love is kind. Love is understanding. Love is merciful. Love does not boast. Love does not envy. People will be happy for you being able to understand where you come from, right? Because a lot of people have been through some of the similar experiences and made it out and doing good, right? And you want to do that as well for yourself. So you know, first off, you learn what love is. You learn how to be compassionate for others and also for yourself. You set boundaries on what you will take in relationships and what you won't take in relationships, whether that's a career, whether that's family, whether that's a lover, it could be anything, right? And then another thing you can do when emotionally healing and being grateful for the circumstances that led you to want to emotionally heal is remember how to control your emotions and your reactions when things don't go your way. So these are the steps that you're going to take when you're learning to be thankful and grateful for these experiences. You want to avoid negative self-talk. Maybe that so many people spoke negative on you. You have to believe in yourself before anybody else going to believe in you, right? When you do start to wake up to healing and realizing that you deserve and need respect, right? Because that's the type of energy you giving off or you're trying to get off and people always downplayed you. You can't downplay you, right? You have to speak words of encouragement to yourself. I always tell people, speak the word of God. I love to say I am blessed and cannot be cursed, right? I'm blessed and highly favored. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Thank you, Jesus, for covering me and keeping me no matter what nobody is saying about you. Whatever words or affirmations that can encourage you, you say it even when you don't feel like it, right? Now, another thing you can do is don't blame your reactions on the circumstances, right? I know a lot of people, we love to blame different people or different things we go through. This is why I acted like this. This is why I snapped out on you. This is why I did this and did that. You want to take accountability for your actions because you wouldn't want nobody to do that to you. Now, like I said, there's nothing wrong with making mistakes, but when you're constantly doing that, that's not a mistake. That's a choice. So you want to catch yourself and how you react to things that's meant to steal your peace, right? You want to pray about it first, right? This is why you invite God in because after you pray, it just feel like a show, something lift off your shoulder, right? Now you want to start thinking of something positive. You can write down what you're grateful for, even when the situation is bad, right? It's something that you can be grateful for every day. I know I wake up and say, thank you, Jesus, that I woke up every day, right? You can be grateful if you have a roof over your head, food to eat, your children, right? People that love you, even if you don't have the people that love you, right? You love yourself, right? Be grateful for how far you have came and you realize that I need to emotional heal. I'm worthy of love and respect. And this is what I'm trying to give off, right? Another thing is you want to tell somebody a compliment that you appreciate them. If someone is a part of your healing journey, you want to let them know I'm so grateful for you, right? And you just continue to go along with affirmations and releasing the negative. It's very hard to heal, like I told you guys, and it's hard to be grateful when you're going through trials. But then you want to ask yourself or ask God, God, what is it do you want me to learn in this situation? Or what is it are you trying to teach me by going through this 
thing that I don't understand, right? Because God has all the answers. We'll never know, right? That's why he tell us in the Bible, lean not on your own understanding. So once God reveals to you why you're going through that trial, because I always tell you guys, some things that we go through, it's not only for ourselves, it's for other people. God is using you, right, to show that his glory through you, right, that you went through this situation, but you came out on top and the other people that's following you are looking at you can do the same thing if they add God in their life, if they're open to change, if they're willing to have an open mind, if they're willing to love and let love in, right? And it's hard, like I said, when if you have not been grew up in those type of circumstances, but it is possible once you start adding the tools and the steps in your life. So those are some steps to lead you to being happy for emotionally healing in your bad time or wanting to emotionally heal because after you endure so much pain, you don't want to keep going through that the rest of your life. You start to look up and start saying, Lord, this cannot be life, right? I know something is better for me. Now, it is something better for you, right? But like I tell you guys, when you invite Jesus in your heart and in your life, everything changes and it could be your family, your friends, your circle, right? But you have to trust God walk out on faith, believe in yourself that you can do this no matter how hard it is, no matter how painful it is, no matter how much of a disruption it has caused in your life. You have to keep moving forward and trusting God and trying to think of something to be grateful. Like I told you guys before the commercial break, Thanksgiving was birthed out of trials and suffering. You know, this happened during the Civil War when pilgrims died uh, from uh, the winter years, right? And I told you guys about the Great Depression. After all of that, people felt like we need to bring some joy back in our life, right? This is the Civil War. People are dying left and right. What can we be thankful for? And if they came up with it and it has become a national holiday that everybody in the nation celebrate, we can be thankful and come up with, Lord, after all of these trials, after all these setbacks, after all these losses that we may have faced, right, or are facing, what can I be thankful for? Gratitude unlocks the, unlocks the blessings and it helps God move on your behalf quicker, right? You won't have to stay in that temporary circumstance for a longer time. But if you're not getting the lesson that, you know what, it's something that I have to change, whether that's within me or with the people that I am around around then maybe you have to stay in that circumstance a little longer but asking God what he's trying to teach you or tell you will help you and just finding something to be grateful for through trials and tribulations will bring you to a calm state and have your temporary circumstance change right little at a time right God meets you where you at but he's not gonna let you stay there so after this commercial break I will be speaking on a man of God David that everyone knows that killed Goliath, right? And how he spoke on being afflicted, going through trials, tribulations. He worked most of the Psalms, right? Because he cried out to God. He was so close to God and he believed in God so much, right? And God honored his request because he knew that God was a living God and God taught him something in every circumstances, but he didn't come off knowing that, right? It took him to go through afflictions. So stay tuned after this commercial break. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love. 
in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. This is your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, again, better known as Fash Feathers. I truly hope you guys are enjoying this show, that it is good to be afflicted, right? It is good and something to be thankful for going through bad situations, bad circumstances, encountering bad people, right? Because it leads you to want to change, right? Change the type of people you're around, maybe change some things in yourself. And most importantly, it helps you seek out God. That's where it comes from, right? We all start looking for God and wondering why things are going wrong, right? Why the suffering has come upon our life? Why different things is happening in the earth? Most of us, right? But some people who are prideful or just not into looking on why do I keep going through this pain or why am I surrounded by these uh, people? They just don't know, right? Because they're not seeking out the tools. We do know God said my people perish for a lack of knowledge and knowledge is power. Once you start seeking out wisdom, right? Then wisdom seeks you out. And we should know from the Bible teachings, right? Wisdom is esteemed as a lady, but the lady is God, right? Some people say it was a lady, lady wisdom. That's what they say. But God created wisdom, right? We do you know the Bible says that I was with God before he created the foundations of the earth. This is how highly God um, esteems wisdom, right? So this is why I always ask God, give me wisdom. We do know Solomon, which is David's son from the Bible, right? When God made him king over all of Israel, that means over all God's people, put him in a position of leadership and power. His prayer request was give me wisdom to lead your people, right? Because he was young and he knew, he acknowledged, Lord, I don't have the wisdom to lead these people. I know that you are calling me to a place of um, leadership of power and I don't want to misuse my power I want to treat people just and fair right I want to be understanding but I don't have the wisdom or the knowledge or the tools to do that so because he asked God for such a highly esteemed thing in Jesus book right wisdom is esteemed high in the kingdom of God right because it leads to good things so God blessed him with wisdom knowledge, finances, just everything, right? Because God was like, everybody else may request what? The death of their enemies. Other people may request just for worldly things, right? Cars, money, this and that. You didn't ask for neither. So I'm going to give you all of that plus the wisdom and some more. So that's how, how God is seeing wisdom. That's why my prayer is always, God, give me wisdom in every situation of my life. And if you know God has put you in a place of leadership, but he has called all of us to something, right? That's what you want to pray for. God, I want to be wise in the things that I do think and say and take in my life. And I know it's going to take time, but Lord, I ask for your mercy and your patience with me and help me to apply the wisdom and get the wisdom that you are trying to teach me through these bad circumstances, right? Or trials that I am facing. But before the commercial break, I told you guys that I was going to speak on David, right? Right? Because like 
I told you guys, um, nothing changes a person like pain, right? We have to go through some of the worst situations before we look up and say, God, what is going on, right? And that's because God is a God of love, right? And if you're doing things wrong, if you're doing spiteful, if you're being hateful, if you're being deceptive, right? God will at some point stop you in your tracks, right? We do know God's grace is sufficient for us, right? It's amazing grace, right? He does not punish us as our sins deserve, but he's not going to let you keep going on and wrongdoing and thinking that, you know, what the young people say, thinking that you're lit, right? He will put a stop in your track to let you look up and seek him or realize that I have to change, right? Or something has to change in what I am allowing in my life. And even if you are a good person, understanding person, but you have no boundaries, right? God would allow certain people to continuously hurt you until you realize I have to release them or I have to put up boundaries, right? It's good to overlook offense, but sometimes God called you to step out and speak up for yourself, right? He can't do everything for you, even though he can, but he's not. He wants to partner with you so you can learn wisdom, you know, when to speak, when not to speak. You know how to be merciful and kind, but you also know how to love yourself, love and respect other people and love God. And this is what David had to learn, right? So, David said in Psalm 119, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn thy statutes. He said, before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I have kept thy word. So what David was saying was before he learned wisdom, right? Before God started giving him terrible situations and trials and allowing people to come up uh, come against him and some of his enemies to overpower him, right? He was doing the wrong thing. He wasn't seeking out God. He wasn't trying to do the right thing. And we all start from someplace, right? But once we come into knowledge, we realize certain ways of being is not right. Certain thinking is not right. Certain things we do is not right. Certain things we say is not right. And only how we learn, right? Just like David, God had to put him in a terrible situation, right? He had to, you know, be humbled through his circumstances. Because sometimes we all have a spirit of pride in different things. And there's nothing wrong with being proud of yourself, of your accomplishments, right? But we want to realize that everything we are, everything we have, everything that was given to us is because of the goodness of God and not ourselves. So giving God the glory and thanking God for using you to get your accomplishments or things that you have and not looking down on people, just knowing that you are different, right? And God gave us all different callings, but not thinking that you're better than some people. So we don't know all the issues David went through, but we know that he went through some trials, some, tri some tribulations, some attacks just from reading his story right throughout his whole entire life even when he had a good heart he didn't have up boundaries and then when he went astray right he wasn't trying to be the good person right he wasn't trying he was trying to do things his way and God had to stop him in his tracks so sometimes when we are good we get stopped in our tracks because we don't have no boundaries we missing all the red flags we loving people more than we love ourselves and we are allowing so much disrespect and sometimes God has to stop us in our track and we have to go through trials and tribulations because 
we have got prideful, right? We think it's us and not God, right? Or we're thinking we're better than somebody or we think we can treat people any type of way and God is not going to stop us. It don't matter if you're a child of God or you're not, right? God will intervene in your life. This is why you got to get to know God, what David said. But when he got afflicted, right? When he went through all these trials, all these tribulations, all these situations, he said, I started seeking God, right? Now I know your word. I know that you are a God of love, that you are a God of mercy, a God of grace, a God of understanding. And this is where he get, it was good for me to be afflicted. So now I have kept your word. So what he do, he started adding God's word in his life, God's ways, right? So he can have good things go on in his life. So he can be at peace. So he can know that I'm, I'm working on my pure heart, right? And we know he had some different circumstances. David, even though God said he was a man after his own heart, but David had a lot of flaws, right? He dealt with lust. He dealt with murder. He did a lot of different things, right? But God looked at his heart through all of his flaws, through all of his setback, because David had this one thing that a lot of us trying to have, right? Or we already have, right? We know even when we mess up, we have to seek God. And when things are going good, we have to seek God and thank him for his grace and his mercy and for the wisdom he has given us. So, to be happy for your bad circumstances, which led you to emotionally healing, which led you to seek out God, which led you to change to become the person you are today. You have to be thankful for what those experiences taught you, right? And if you don't know what it's teaching you, that's what I said. Ask God, either check yourself, right? Am I thinking right? Am I always thinking negative? Am I always Am I being deceitful? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? Now, God will meet you where you at and he will give you the grace and mercy, but you want to take steps on changing negative to positive, not being truthful to working on being truthful, right? Um... You want to be thankful for something that God has done in your life, even if it's just waking up, right? And this would make God change your circumstances and bless you, right? Because now you're doing things in the ways of God. Now you're being considerate. Now you're knowing that, you know what, God, thank you for the gifts, the talents, the wisdom that you have given me. I know that I'm different. I am proud of myself, but I'm not going to look down on nobody. I'm not going to attack nobody, right? Because that comes back to me, right? Or you may put me in a circumstances where I can see how it feels, how I did other people. So if that's why I say if you don't want nothing done to you, don't do it with other people. If you want people to treat you well, you have to treat other people well because it's all coming back, right? You just never know when or how. But God going to let you make you feel what you have made other people feel. Now, if you make them feel good, right, God going to make sure he send people and circumstances in your life to make lift you up when you're going through it, right? or when you're having a hard time. But if you ain't put nothing out like that, you always judge people. You always negative. You always going astray like David, right? We all have went astray at one point in time or another. So don't feel bad. Just get back up again and say, hey, I need to work on this, right? You go astray and do your own thing. You're not worried about loving. You all about self, right? And it's nothing wrong with self-love. Self-loves mean let me love myself, set boundaries. But I have to also love of others too. So just like David, it is good for us to be afflicted. It don't feel good when we're going through trials.
trials and tribulations and pain and setback and losses, right? But God is teaching us something. Sometimes it can be patience, right? Like I said, that's another thing. A lot of us don't have patience. We can be impatient. I know God has been working on me with patience, but sometimes it can be patience. Sometimes it can be being able to love yourself, right? Sometimes it's able to learn how to treat other people. If you want to be treated well, sometimes it's to humble you, to not take all the credit for yourself, right? To remember to give God the glory, not to look down on others. Just realize that you are different and God called you or gave you a a, a position of leadership and power. It's not to abuse, but to help other people, right? The greatest should be the servant in the book in the kingdom of God right God said those in high places and, and leaderships we are to set the examples we not to sit up with our legs crossed like a king right we out there serving and helping the people not to sit there and get treated like a king when when in God's kingdom the highest come to serve just like Jesus right he came to serve he washed his disciples feet he taught them different ways but he also will rebuke them when they were wrong, right? He would let them know that evil spirits have attached to them. He would let them know that they have the wrong mindset. He will still show mercy and heal them and bless them financially and make sure they ate and just different things like that, right? He came to be of service and Jesus was God in the flesh, the word of God in the flesh. So if God came into this world to be of service, those who he called into leadership, right? We are to be of service for other people and not just taking the glory and and things for ourselves to also help other people. Be happy of your accomplishment. Be thankful for where God led you. Be thankful for your bad experiences that taught you to wake up and seek wisdom and love yourself and love others and, and, and just different things of that nature, but not to become prideful, to be humble, thankful, grateful, and blessed. So I hope you guys enjoyed this show for today. If you're looking for a life coach or a spiritual coach, you can book me at keepmedifferent.com. I also sell furniture, clothing, just a lot of different things. So book me at keepmedifferent.com and I'll talk to you guys on the next show next week. God bless. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walissa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walissa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different.